All right, in the kitchen, episode 54. Uh, no Joey today. Joey is out, but me and Zach are here. Uh, so we're going to be doing our top five least favorite things about Joey Bush. Uh, Zach had to limit it down. It took Zach uh, originally brought me a list of 20. <laughs> I told him that's too much. We need to just do uh, a top fives. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, we love Joey, but I uh, can't, can't make it today. He's been traveling. Uh, I think he did a spontaneous trip to Florida. It looked oh, like. that what it was over the weekend? Okay. I don't know. It's a little silent in our group chats. Yeah, here, a know, little, especially little for sports silent. heavy. Yeah. I like that. Good for him. Uh, no, I mean, he, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I'll do uh, a trivia question for you. Um, I don't. I can't, even think, of I, like I, I can't yeah. even think of a trivia question off the top of my head. Uh, but no, we got a lot of sports to talk about. The Iowa women are playing right now as we are recording this uh, against Louisville for a trip to the Final Four. Uh, so this might be, I, I don't know, when these when we have games going on sometimes during these, they can be all over the place. Yeah, I, I mean, if there's going, I feel like a lot of times we've been watching games during the podcast, they've always been really good games. Oh, yeah. And I know, especially me and you, it's either our teams tied into it or um, it's like an off the wall game um, that we might lose concentration there for a little bit. So, uh, but this is pretty yeah. early. So I think we should be pretty good in this one. Yeah, no, I think, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll probably be done by the fourth quarter. I think, yeah. First quarter just wrapped up uh shaky start. I think uh, like, I think I will went down like eight, nothing, 10, nothing real quick uh, bounce back though. So uh, it's, uh, the the fighting Lady Hawks, hopefully, will get it. They don't really do that at Iowa. You know, it's like the Lady Volunteers. No, no, yeah. It's just Hawkeyes. You just stick with Hawkeyes? It's just everyone's the Hawkeyes. Uh, I kind of like, like that a little bit. I like that, uh, keeping it all the same. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully they get it done. But we, Zach, today is March 26th, and at 8 p.m., we have a Final Four. And I if I cannot believe that – it is what it is. I, you'd think after all the basketball that we watched since November, we would have come at least a little bit close. But I, if you go look at my bracket, it's I, I was nowhere even. I didn't even sniff getting any of this right. No, but no, but parody's king. Like it, it, it's here. Oh yeah, and I think it's staying for a while. Um, and it's it's awesome. I mean, it is. It, I think I would I would classify as me and you as as college basketball almost junkies. Um, this is so much fun. It, I mean, it really oh, it's is. Great. Like, yeah, there were. I mean, I've said this many times, man. All you need is like two or three dudes, but all you need is five people on the court. And you saw in this tournament that there's there's a lot of really good players on a lot of different good teams, and I think yeah. nil and I think the transfer portal. The parody's always been kind of shifting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's here, and I think it's staying. Um, and this, yeah. I mean, this is a blast. It's crazy. FAU I, or San Diego State is playing in the national championship. One of those two teams is, is playing in the national championship. So, first of all, it's crazy. Uh, so, a mid-major has not won the tournament since UNLV won in the 90s. And now, a like, a mid-major team will play in the championship game. And we'll also, play. first of all, if you say, first of all, Couple of clarifications. Gonzaga does not count as a mid-major. Team. A mid-major. Stop it. If you, I know, if you're at home, you're like, uh, technically Gonzaga is a mid-major. No, it's not. Uh, Big East. Some people think it's a mid-major. Doesn't we'll get to that. We'll doesn't get count. To the Big East. No, yes. big, the Big East is not a mid-major in basketball. 
does and also look, I know this is their first San Diego State's borderline not either. Like that's a that's a the, the good two great programs. Zach Zach, two weeks ago we were clowning on the Mountain West and we had I, San I Diego State that. slated as a, a as a joke. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> but like this is where like this they have had runs. Now they like in the past couple like the Mountain West has struggled lately, but I mean they're they're a good program. They they are a program that makes the tournament every right. single year. And yes, now this feels this is absolutely way different. But yes, Gonzaga is not a mid major. Uh the Big East is not a mid major. That is the Big East is the best conference in the in the nation. Yeah, this it, year. It, this year. Incredible. I mean, we can get to it too, but like we thought if Villanova could win the Big East tournament, they could make a run. And I don't think we were wrong. I probably, if Villanova won the Big East tournament, I probably would have had them in the Final Four. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's crazy too. I wonder if, uh, and I've been thinking about this a little bit. Do you think Jay Wright, so he sits up there in that booth, where is his ring every time? Oh, he, he has that so big good. old, big old ring he wears up there, which I've always said if I was a coach uh, and I was doing media, I would never take those off. Like if I was Belichick, oh, yeah. I have a, two hands worth of rings i would just have them on at all times i'd be touching my face all the time uh maybe like uh, constantly scratching just show off all the rings uh nick saban do the exact same thing uh bill russell i would i would have every single finger and one on the clacking just like clacking is super loud yeah uh totally obnoxious but do you think jay wright saw this season and he was like uh like he was like that was the best thing that could happen because now it like makes me look even better or is that just like a Coach K ego move? That's a Coach K. Only, I, I, only, him, only he could do that. I've told you, I've, I've had a, a couple run-ins with Jay Wright, and I, and I got, like, my the coaching staff that I play for did camps with him. Jay Wright's. Jay I think Wright's Jay Wright's, I, I'm a big fan of Jay, Jay Wright's the dude. And shocking to nobody, he's really good at TV. Oh, yeah. No, he's good at everything. I, I, I think he's a good dude, too. If I could, uh, I, I would write him a letter for him to be the godfather to my child. <laughs> but I think he would decline. Maybe if he maybe if he maybe if he listened to this maybe if he listened to this podcast he would agree. Jay Wright is the dude. And I mean, where we're on the like just the way he he can articulate basketball. Like, oh yeah, he's up there with Charles and Kenny, and they're up there. You know, they're doing their thing, and that's what makes them so great. And that's what makes Inside the NBA TV the best show of all time. But like, Jay Wright can like articulate how it's going. Like. I, Charles Barkley asked me a question last night. I was like, so now what? Now what happens next week? Like, you're in the Final Four. What do you do? Mm-hmm. And just, like, the answer, it was simple, but it was just like, no, oh, this is what happens. Like, it's just great knowledge. But, yeah, shocker, he's, you know, good at everything. Yeah, so. no, no shocker there. But, yeah, so we have four teams. It's come down to FAU, San Diego State, UConn, and Miami. So let's just do a little evaluation of these four teams, and we're then we're going to talk about how they got there. So first off, FAU, the Fighting Owls from Boca Raton, or the I don't know why I said it the right like that, but from uh, Boca Flora, <laughs> sounded good. They are uh, they were the first team to qualify. Uh, they so they start off this week. They eliminated probably the most the team I was least like uh, the team I wanted to see go the most Tennessee. Uh, you know the week. Playing cheap, kind of, you know, like they were throwing bows at people. Like that one guy was just like laying people out midcourt uh, for no reason. So it was like Tennessee, okay. Like much as like Rocky Top's fun song, like 
the way the basketball was going, I, I was I was fine seeing them leave. They, they, their season had a course that was going to end. Yeah, no, I mean, no. not surprising either. Now, I was surprised at. I don't know, do you want to break down the game or just stick to kind of FAU? I got. I mean, I heard you, you can say literally whatever you want. You can go back yeah, to yeah. talking about Jay Wright if you wanted to right now. Oh no! I <laughs> last week I was listening to Dan Patrick and Seth Davis came on and he said something about FAU that like stuck into my head and now that he was like winning is cons- like it's contagious and it's consistent. He was like they're thirty one and three. And, you know, my coach in college, you used to always say, it's not a lot, it's not an on off switch. Like, you're either good or you're not. Right. And it's hard, like, it's hard to win basketball games, but this team won 31 games before they it, even got to the tournament. Yeah. And when you watch them, like, they don't look like a Cinderella. They don't look like a mid made. Like, there's, well, that there's was, men, so there's this men was, on that team. This was my question going into this was like, and this is nothing against FAU. I like FAU, but. Like I, I, they get the label of Cinderella because they're mid major, right? And they're uh, eight, eight seed, and nine, nine seed, nine seed. Yeah. Can you can you be Cinderella if you were ranked during the season? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> can you? Can, no, that's that a count? great point. That is a great point. <laughs> like we we had a pod. There was a podcast yeah. we had in December, and it's just titled "Rank FAU." <laughs> like, and they were yeah, they were dominating Conference USA. And there's some decent like it's it's a one bid team league, but like there's decent teams in Conference USA. And they were just they steamrolled it. Yeah. And like yeah. like like now that everybody's watching them, like they they got men on that team. Like th- oh, who's that? That th- Russian dude is massive. Oh my God, he, he it's he's listed at seven feet. He's gotta be about seven nine. I want to like, see. He the, just looks if, so much bigger. If we're doing uh, charity boxing matches now, or do a celebrity boxing, I would love to see Zach Eady versus him. Well, I celebrity. got a feeling how that would go. I don't know if it goes too well for one of them. Who do you think? I think Eady would struggle. You think Eady would struggle? First, first round KO. Yeah. Okay. Let's Eady plays <laughs> on uh, the Auburn Tigers for a year and then does the fight. What do you? How, then how do you think it goes? Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me consult with somebody to see what his personality is like. Let me see if okay. he's soft or not. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. speaking of said personality, another FAU story, we kind of make a person, uh, Katie Harrell, um, on, on the FAU staff, uh, former Auburn player was on the Auburn staff last year. Um, a friend of a friend of the show, Jay house. Ooh, um, okay. So yeah, we've been rooting hard for him. So we've had a nice little text going with my brother. Um, there's some excitement. I mean, this is it's shout a out? cool, yeah, shout out. Absolutely. KT, congratulations. Um, this is a good basketball team. They won 31 games, and that yes. quote that Seth Davis got said, you know, winning is contagious, is dead true for this team. I mean, that what this puts them at 35 and three. That's so many wins. That's a lot of that's wins. a lot of wins. You're but you're it, not like you're not a mediocre mediocre basketball team when you win 35 games. You're not. Is there how many like one loss, two loss champions are there? I feel like because what Louisville went undefeated one time. Uh, I remember Indiana that way back. I think Indiana's the last one. I'm trying to think of like a one loss one. Um, like, I can't think of that many. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Baylor usually Baylor usually everyone's team, like actually. you got you lose like five at least. Like yeah. Oh, be, uh, it's pretty crazy numbers. Thirty wins before the tournament even starts is wild. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching the women's game right now. Uh, Monica Cisano is just throwing bows in the paint right now. Hey, just she's she's, she's just throwing bows in the paint. Just now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's a pretty uh, uh, obviously the Iowa women. Uh, big fans over here in this podcast. But uh, sticking to FAU, quick timeout there. Uh, well, how many timeouts do we get? 
I mean, as many as we want on this one. We're both watching okay. the same game. So, it's a playoff you know, game. I, no, yeah. This is, we're in the yeah. playoffs, all right? There's an, no, we've had good luck with watching live sports. Yeah, we're throwing spot, the so. rules out. Well, we almost. I mean, do we want to push our luck with that? Well, we'll see. I'm mean, just like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so let's stick to with FAU, though. So they beat Tennessee. And then Kansas State was kind of the, I don't want to say like people's team, but I think they were the people's team. No, they were they were the people's team. Continue on because I want to spend some time on this. I, I'm a bit, I'm a Kansas State fan after this, like for this run. Actually, for most, we talked about them a lot this season. Yeah, so, wait, uh, hold on. so we can just, go on. So you go. Time, let's do it. Uh, I'm going to use one of my timeouts here. Let's just talk about Kansas State as a whole from FAU. Just overall Beautiful. W of a year for Kansas State. You have your football team who's been just pretty okay for the last little bit. I mean, Deuce Vaughn, uh, now it's two years ago, had a good season last year. But, like, I don't think anyone had him. Uh, some people had him slated as uh, Big 12 contenders, but I don't think as many people thought they would have as good of a season as they did today, this year. You win the Big 12. And then their basketball team this year was goes from horrible, re- returns no players, cleans house, Coach Tang comes in, and you got the – Oh, you got it just a whole new life to this team. You're in the Sweet 16. You're in the Elite Eight. I mean, it's crazy stuff with a team with no one who was recruited to Kansas State on it. We've talked about this team a lot this year, man. This this is this was a fun, this this is a good to great fun basketball team. Um this coach, I'm I'm in love with this coach. I it's he is he's awesome. I, I don't be surprised you get kids just showing up playing for him. Like this run, yeah. I, I don't think he. I don't think he's going to struggle now. With no. uh, I have to con- like I don't have any recruits. We just got to hit yes. the portal. Anyone who wants to come. I thought there was a guy on their team who he hadn't even played high school basketball. <laughs> he, he, like I think Tang was just like Put anyone show up here, <laughs> and they got all studs. Uh, looking back on Kansas State, here's all time like gambling mistake. Probably should have bet on the guy who so marquis noel had an all-time two games he lost but like he really won he just played great for, he's the mvp of this tournament he's he, an individual he played MVP unreal this tournament. it's uh and joey's been on him all year shout out joey uh yeah. uh loving him uh he also kind of like stature wise it's obviously like okay short guy like deuce vaughn comparison really easy like there are times where literally i'm out there where i'm like go deuce <laughs> like let's go deuce vaughn uh but well, what was I saying about it? Oh, yeah, so he, it probably should have put it together that when they were going to Madison Square Garden, I probably should have bet on the team whose best player is also from New York from and goes yeah. to school in Manhattan, Kansas, yeah. and his Twitter handle is also Mr. New York City. <laughs> probably should have put it's, together that it was going to go well. It's a simple math problem there. Yeah, yeah. I, I I should have put that together uh, that that was going to go well, but I didn't. I didn't. It's fine. Like I'm a, I'm an idiot. I didn't put it together. But looking back, I pro- it was like, how did I not see, see that this was? Gonna he had thirty and twelve. Obvious. He had thirty and twelve Saturday night in a college game. That was insane. His like, the uh now like you know how the now everyone identifies the Villanova play that Gonzaga used, right? Or people see the Philly special and they're like, yes. I know exactly where that came from. The fake argument with your coach <laughs> to reverse dunk alley-oop 
is now the like Marquise Noel play Kansas. State. You you miss you missed this you missed this step into that. The the talking trash to the crowd, the ex NBA players on the on court side, then followed with the argument with the coach, <laughs> then the reverse alley. Like, it's like oh like now greatest some, play ever called. Someone I don't know. Uh, I St. John's when Rick Pitino takes him to the Final Four, they're gonna run that play, and everyone's gonna point to the screen. It's the DiCaprio meme, like snapping your oh, fingers. Oh, yep, yep, yep. oh, look at the screen. It's Marquise Noel. That's that play. We know that play. We've seen that before. Uh, but yeah, Kansas State, like not not in the Final Four. Obviously, bummer. Great season though. Uh, and like who it, who doesn't like Kansas State out there? It, uh, even I, I, I feel mean, like this... Kansas fans a little bit have to be like, dang, you have to. You have to. Like, you and that was, I think that was the cool part about the Elite Eight. You see the lavender jumpsuits? Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I tried to order one of those hoodies or the, nice the, lavender the other day. They're beautiful. Like, they're I would love beautiful. To see, uh, camp, I would love to see Camp the Band advertise their Lavender Days album by wearing oh, Kansas State jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. they're, uh, they're, they're Ohio. I think they're Ohio State fans, so I don't think they would be okay. inclined to do that. But uh, let's throw the idea out there. I like it. I like that. Let's see if we can get some momentum. But I mean, it's that was a good thing about a lot of these elite eight teams, man. They it's they were great stories with all eight teams left. Um, it was a lot of fun. And but Kansas State, it's it's hard to win a basketball game, man. You run into a buzzsaw with FAU. Um, Tang going into FAU's locker room is just pure class after the game. See, um, here's my problem: is that uh, I can't. So I can't. If so, because I like Tang a lot, it's easy for me to be like class move, really cool. But like 12 months ago, or and still now, I just make fun of like that's the Coach K move of like, hey, like let, let's like after the loss, like make it about you. Like, oh, you guys are a great group. Guess a great group no, of I, guys. You got I like what he said, leaders. man. I like what he said. Yeah, give him pointers, tough. try yeah. and coach him up. You got. I mean, I, I think it's a weird move. I think it's a weird move as a coach. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I just. I thought it was. I liked it because he was like, well, y'all, you, like y'all beat us. Like period. You beat us. Like. Like I. I think Tang is a class act. Great guy. Like I think. Like I. I would never give him the slander that I give Coach K. But. <laughs> I also. I do have to. I got to keep myself in check here. Like that's very fair. I, okay. I, when Coach K does it, accountability I'm counts. Accountability but, counts. Yeah. So I can't just no, let that's Tang very get fair. Yeah. Uh, but let's finish with FAU, man. I mean, tell the story. Like, it's not. I don't know where this program goes. I don't know what happens on Saturday up. night. I don't know eventually what happens. Up. But you're right. It's the location is killer. You got a hell of a basketball coach. You have the portal. You got the NIL. Like, it's it can't be that hard to recruit to Miami. I know it's Boca Raton, but it can't be that hard to recruit to Miami. I think I saw they play in an arena that holds twenty nine hundred. Oh, even better. Like, pack it out. Yeah. No, it's going to look like uh, those, like, hoop mixtape games where they're, like, overflowing onto the court. Oh, yeah. LeBron's that, walking by. That's what Gonzaga by. looked like for a while, yeah. Yeah. Got uh, LeBron walking by, and he's just uh, – he. they don't even uh, – he's like, oh, hope no one sees me. But he, like, walks in the middle of the court, and he's like, oh, <laughs> where'd this microphone come from? Would be crazy if I made a speech right now. Uh, but, no, FAU, pretty cool. I, I'd say – and this is what's so crazy is that – like they were seconds away from losing to Memphis in the first game. Yeah, like one play away, they they scored with a one point like nine yep. seconds left. And that's what I love about all these games is like I can you can almost pick out moments where every team in the Final Four, almost multiple times their season was over in the past two weeks. Yeah. Well, except for one team, down at half against Rick Pitino. 
That's a death sentence most of the <laughs> okay. time. Okay. It's a death <laughs> yeah, sentence most yeah, of the time. You're right. Yeah. You're uh, right. But like, yeah, I I was just sitting there thinking about that in the car. I was like, wow, FAU's in the Final Four. And two weeks ago, everyone's guarantee pick was Memphis to beat FAU and then yeah. Memphis to beat Purdue. That was like everyone's yeah. like easy. Don't even have to think about it. And now FAU's in the Final Four. Uh, we can play the one thing we got right thing that, I mean, they all the brackets got blown. The East, the East was a shit show. Like, yes. period. It got blown up just like we thought it would. Yes. No, and uh, while we're in the East, too, uh, Michigan State, so close, but so far, also at the same time. So so close at so far. I, I was ready to just go on here and be like, I told you so. Uh, when they when they were up, they were up, uh, like, they, they were getting up there on Kansas State for a little bit. I was like, oh, they were controlling oh, that game. Ooh. They controlled that game for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, Grant. That was a ball. great basketball game. Grant, Grant does not know ball, turns out. Yeah. Uh, that was well, a really, really good basketball game, though. Man, God, that was that felt like a week ago. Too. Yeah, that was that, that was forever ago. Uh, and that's what's – we're going to get into all these, too, but it is crazy how every single year this tournament, no matter who is playing, the games every round are almost always incredible. You get your, yeah. like, blowouts, 1.16 seed, whatever. Um, that happens. But almost always, like, you could put out, I don't know, Thunder Ridge High School's JV team against uh, FAU tomorrow. And just because it's the tournament and because it's magic, Thunder Ridge is playing them like a three-point game for some reason. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. It does not matter. Uh, I just love this tournament so much. It's If we're going top forms of entertainment, we got uh, tournament basketball, basketball. some some sort of bar brawl, uh, and I'd go season of Breaking Bad. Man, that's right, man. I can't argue one bit of that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk can't about – Can't argue any of that. Should we move on yeah. to our second team, the Final Four? Let's do it. The San Diego State Aztecs, after the Mountain West was, uh, I believe, at 1.5 and 22 in since 2013, have now brought their conference to the Final Four. Um. This is a remarkable run. I I didn't believe in the, this team at all. I was just like, they're they're this is it. They're done. I like I haven't picked them in any of the games leading up to this, and like I don't even know what to do with them now. Like I picked against them with Charleston, uh, and Charleston went up like ten in the fr- beginning of that game. I was like, oh, easy done. San Diego State out of here. Get out of my face. Uh, that then they win. Now they 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 beat Alabama this week. A team that I, I think everyone had in their championship game. Pretty much. Yeah. One of the easy choices. Brandon Miller made like three shots. Yep. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, So San Diego State shocked everyone and uh, did that. Um, And this is what's so funny, too, is particularly that region. I I think I came on here last time. I was like, this one has blowout potential. And then all the underdogs won. (laughs) Yep. That's why I love this sport, man. What a sport this is. Where you come on here and it's like, mm, no, I don't, I don't see it happening. All every underdog won, yeah. <laughs> every yeah. single one of them. This team has men on it, man. And I think to be honest with, you, that's what like, <laughs> how many, how many of the final four teams have men on them? Four for four. Yeah, wow, <laughs> looking at yeah, no, I mean Miami does it in a different way, but like you got like you got 20, 22, 23, 24 year olds on these teams, yeah. Brandon Miller turned eighteen a couple of weeks. Like it, there's a, there's a mass there, there like there's a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Miller is going to have an extremely successful pro career. Like he's really really good. 
But like San Diego, that, that that's a bunch of dudes out there, and they look bigger and Are you they look dudes strong. Because SoCal. No, I mean, well, I don't even think about that. But yes, that's a great point. Okay, like they they look like they they're grown men. Like they're they just look bigger than the other team. Yeah. Um, and it causes issues. Like you know, Brandon Miller never looked comfortable, but he's good enough to like. You know, still go at it, still shoot the ball. I like that a lot. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. He's not scared, and he, he's going to keep shooting. And like, hats off to you. You're the best player in college basketball. But mm-hmm. he was never comfortable, even driving to the lane. Like, he always had something on on him. He like isn't getting those points that he got all season because they, that's probably the most physical team they played all year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it showed. Like, hats off to Alabama. Was a great run. Um, they'll be back because Nate Oates can coach. Um, Oh, for sure. But San, San Diego State was the better basketball team in that game. Not because they won. They just they were the better basketball team. Um, yeah. They they slowed the game down, grinded it down, and they won. And then we can get into today's game. Um, I, I, I like Creighton a lot. I think they're really good. I hate yeah. that call. Uh, well, two things. I hate I hate the call. I hate the foul. Uh, like the. The intentional or the intentional foul was six seconds left, four seconds on the shot clock. I thought, like, I thought that was awful. Yeah. So getting to today, so San Diego State uh, beat Creighton today, which uh, I will say I was pulling for Creighton pretty hard because it would have been my one redeeming thing from this tournament was that I had Creighton in the Final Four in my preseason finals. <laughs> so that would have been huge. That would have been like my only like, uh, no matter how many games I lost this tournament, I could have been like, well, actually, I kind of knew what was going on originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that obviously didn't work out, but this Korean team was really good. Uh, call miner, cock miner, uh, yeah. however you pronounce that name, guy is just a stud. He's just he, a, a big, lanky, he's like an octopus. He's got like these huge arms, he's, he's so everywhere. long. Yes. Oh, he, he could t- like he would be. Um, this is great for, for like, uh, for, uh, if any fraternity guys listen to this, but the game of die, he would be in a, a first, first team all American. Uh, in the game of die for those who uh, know what that is, but uh, just catching dice everywhere. I could see uh, the U.S. men's soccer team is like licking their uh, licking their lips right now, trying to get a soccer ball in front of them, see if he could play goalie. Uh, figure figure out a way you could do that, but uh, or uh, cast him as uh, who's the? Uh, I think it's just Doctor Octopus in Spider Man. Yeah, and he he doesn't even have to uh, do. They don't have to do any CGI. No, he's, he's, he he's just he he's just got to be there. Yeah. They just put. They just give him a little uh, green screen. I oh, know that would be CGI, but you get the point of it. Uh, <laughs> big thing with the game. You mentioned it. Penalty, foul, call on the last possession. 1.7 seconds left, I believe. San Diego State tie game. San Diego State drives to the hoop, and they call a shooting foul. Didn't we just have this conversation with the Super Bowl? Yeah. I guess you you weren't here. You weren't here. We just had this conversation where I think this one was a little more flagrant. Like this one was like, you didn't have to be like, well, technically the rule. It's just like, okay, this one foul. But I still think, and they were arguing for it on the, the on the, the broadcast. They were like, I'm a firm believer that you have to call this or uh, whatever. I don't think you can call that. I, it's, uh, two things that I had a problem with. One, if you don't call the foul, like nobody's like, I don't think there's an uproar if you don't call a foul. Right. Two, as a as a player, as a former player, I I hated hated when a referee bailed out a team for a busted play. I hated it. Fair, fair, and fair. 
and, and that's what happened is it was a busted play. It, it was it, everything was off balance about it. So like that already it already looks quirky. And you bailed them out for a busted play and um, for a call that like you didn't have to make. Like it's more controversial because you made the call instead of not making the call. Like I don't right. really see anybody really complaining about it if he doesn't make the call. Um, and no, that's no one would have been mad. No one would have been. Would have been. And, and yeah, I just oh man, I hated when you, especially when you play good defense or like you put pressure on the offense and like it's a scramble anyway. Like there's so much going on, and then you bail somebody out. Like I, I it, hated it as a yeah. player. It, it stinks because it's not an original tank. It's not an original take either to be like, oh, that sucked. Like, oh, it was like great game, worst way to end it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not an original tank, but it it is what everyone was saying. Like, it's like it's just like obvious that that's a bummer. It's a, it was a bummer yeah. in the Super Bowl that that was how the game ended. It's a bummer that this happened. Uh, I don't. Know, I mean, I just I can't imagine. Like, I love the the boos that were raining down. That See, was I was watching it without sounds. I was at oh, it was uh, I was at loud. a baby shower. I was at a co-ed baby shower, and it was like everybody's watching, but it, the sound wasn't on, so I couldn't. I felt like it would have been, but yeah, I, I can imagine. Let's take a step back though. I got Doug McDermott is I think is absolutely phenomenal head uh, basketball coach. I mean, okay. great, great, great. I agree. I don't understand why they fouled with six seconds left and four seconds left of the shot clock, and that did, far out too. Like he's, he's five feet out? behind the did a. Uh... Did San Diego State have a timeout? I couldn't couldn't tell you either way. Like, they yeah, had a, I mean, like, why don't I just foul yeah, to give? Let them, let them like improv some weird play. You're playing good defense. You, like yeah. you, you drain the shot clock out. Like you're taking twenty seconds, twenty six seconds off the clock. There's still five point or five feet behind the three point line to get set. Like I, I just don't get that aspect of it. Like I said, Derby, Doug McDermott is great. That program is built for success. They've been successful for a while. But yeah, those two points, I you know, feel like if you don't foul, you make them make a tough shot. If he makes that tough shot and you go home, and at least you have it that way. But go, going home on a a free throw on a questionable call, that's that's painful. No, it, that's the worst way to lose. You could see like they're cutting. Obviously, like the ca- cameramen in March Madness just love cutting to the the sad faces. But you could just they're cutting right to that bench and just the the expression on the players was just like I felt for them. I was yeah. like I my my heart hurt for these guys that that's how they were an incredible team. They played so well this entire tournament. And even up to that moment, they were playing great. Like they tied the game up and it was just uh, such a shame, but uh, it was an ultimate, like just college kids game too. Cause they were so hot. And then second half, they're just like, Oh, and I think they went 0 and 11 from three to start the half. I mean, I mean, that'll kids. that'll do it for you. Like we can blame the foul. We can like the the we can analyze the last ten seconds, but that'll do it. Yeah. I mean, when you're yeah. a three point shooting team and you can't hit one, that's that's draining. Not ideal. Yeah. I they they might have had to bring in the national guard to protect the refs from Creighton fans because <laughs> and I like that there was during during these games normally it's cheers, it's happiness. When Miami beat Texas, it was. Uh, Fans cheering, making noise, super excited. When San Diego State won, and it was really anticlimactic too, because they were doing a review review, for six minutes, and they're like, "Actually, the game's over. Game's over. Actually, the game's over." Um, And people had the the sense that it was not going to work out for Creighton at this point. But I think the players were like, "Okay, let's go out there and send a prayer." They 
they come out of the they come out of the review and they're like, oh, game over. They literally there's a camera view of them. They really just shrug at each other and like, I guess it's over. Like, I don't know. You want to just end it? <laughs> like, yep. It's not like this is important. <laughs> like, I don't know. Let's just do it. Why not? This is a college game. Uh, maximum chaos. We we were gambling on this. We might as well just end it. Uh, but then just the booze rained down. The people of Omaha were booing so loud. <laughs> like, harmonious booze it was like a chorus of booze it was beautiful it was like an instrument could not have played these notes better just booing over and over again and i was loving it too i think the people uh in miami texas were uh they heard these boos and they were ready they're like we're gonna boo even louder there was booze all day today it was just booing and that's one. i mean i i love good crowd moments in sports like it's always great especially this time of year, you see all the buzzer beater highlight reveals. Some of my favorite crowd moments are just insane booing. And just, I, I don't love it when people throw stuff on the court like that. Yeah. Ten, uh, oh, what is it? Like Ole Miss, Tennessee, everyone's throwing stuff. Like, I don't like that. Don't delay the game. But if you can just let it be known where well, you're booing for 15 minutes straight, like, I hope the Creighton fans are still in there booing. <laughs> like, they're on their way home right now, like driving yeah, home. They're, they're falling. They just, they're fa- yeah. They're going to be outside the ref's house, just boo, <laughs> like Steve McMahon theater, WWE, just boo, boo. I love a good boo. Uh, some of my favorite stuff, but and I got it today. I was sitting. Yeah, there you, got, you got your fix. Like, you got your good fix. This is a good one. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Wow, great booing. Uh, shout out San Diego State, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, this is the. This is definitely the team where it's in FAU too. all these teams, really, except for UConn. But uh, where it's the Shaq quote uh, where he's like, I owe you an apology. I was not familiar with your game like that. Uh, yeah. I tweet, I tweeted that. I tweeted that out about FAU. I, I could have tweeted that out eight times this week <laughs> about eight yeah. different teams. Yeah. I was just only wrong, uh, which speaking of which, every team that I touched is like I I'm not going to take any more sides anymore because everything I touch just goes to shit. <laughs> every every yeah. team that I somewhat claimed, disaster immediately struck. <laughs> it was so bad. Like I Iowa first round like happens. Uh, so sorry, you you Iowa, you can't escape me. Right, you're you're stuck with me forever. Uh, and then Michigan State. Uh, as soon as I I claim them, dead instantly. Minutes later, I was like, don't worry, guys. We still got UCLA, Big Ten fans, dead instantly. Next day, I tweet out, my new team for the rest of the tournament is Jack Nunji and Xavier. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm not taking any more sides because I'm just cursed. We're just going to enjoy it. Just going to enjoy it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm just going to keep it all to myself. Uh, And even someone asked me who I wanted to win, and I said Creighton. And uh, <laughs> and that yesterday was they're like, enough. "Who do you want to? Who do you want to win March Madness?" So I was like, "Creighton's kind of cool, and get get the Midwest in it. That'd be pretty cool." Uh, and so I'm so sorry. Uh, One if, last if, Creighton. That first half against Princeton was absolutely beautiful basketball. Great basketball. Beautiful uh, basketball. Yeah. Uh, shoot, who did Princeton beat to get there though? Because that was recent. Uh, they beat uh, um, Missouri and Arizona. Was Missouri the second game? No, because yeah, they, so, they had to yeah. win three games. No, no, no. no, no. Creighton was the Sweet 16 game. Right. I, for some reason, I thought. I know. It felt like so long ago. I thought yeah. we missed something. It's all good, though. Uh, let's talk about UConn. 
So, Ooh. as we mentioned, Ooh. so all these teams, it feels like you can pick out times where their season was looked over or was almost over. Now, I, I stand by Rick Pitino down at half, usually a death sentence, okay? You see him come they out. Still and, won. They still They won that game by 18, though. I know. But I'm saying, like, you for most teams, 100%. It, five, five years ago, if you said, hey, in a tournament game, UConn's down at half against Rick Pitino's team, it, would, would you have picked UConn to win that game? Well, no, I wouldn't have been Iona, but I, no, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. No, you know right? what I mean. Yes, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Okay. Yeah, no. Ever since that half, <laughs> UConn has just politely, as politely as possible, steamrolled everyone. <laughs> Disaster. Uh, total annihilation. Uh, ant eater to family of ants. Uh, elephant mm-hmm. squashing. Uh, you know those videos of where they feed the hippopotamus a watermelon or a pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Just that over and over again. Just no chance. Over instantly. This is a you can. This is a podcast. Whenever you yeah, want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a lot of faults. I'm about to. I'm trying to figure out if I want to scatter them about. Um, start with Arkansas. Really said, start so they beat Arkansas to start the week. Well coached oh, team. Made them look like the JV team. That game was over five minutes into it. Five minutes into it, it was over. Like they made Arkansas look lost, and Arkansas has been playing really good basketball. Um. Danny Hurley says something after last night's game that is about as factual as it gets for this season, like absolute chaos in this okay. tournament. But Danny Hurley said we were the best team in the country, and then we had to go play in the best conference in the country. And now we ain't got to play in that conference no more, and we're the best team in the country. And I was like, you are right. You are dead that right. Is, like, you know what, Mr. Hurley? That is an incredible statement. I mean, true. The Big East is, is – a, a bad foul call away from potentially having two teams in the final. In the, in all this chaos, they almost had two teams in the final four. Xavier was – did it again. Xavier was a really, really good basketball team. Marquette Great. was a really, really good basketball team. Um, you know, Providence ran into a good Kentucky team in, in that, that, that first round. Uh, Big East, like, Big East was the best conference when it's all said and done this year, was the best conference in basketball. And like hearing Danny Hurley say that, I'm like, man, that's that's a fact. Yep, yep. That, you you just yeah, like they because they were they were the number they, they were the number one team in the country before conference turn or conference play started or one or two like they were UConn? up there. UConn, UConn was up there. I I don't know if they ever got to one this year. They one. were floating around two or three though. Definitely, I'm sure they were and one they, at some yeah. point, but I I can't remember specifically one. And then they lost games in the Big East, and now they're not playing Big East teams anymore. Yeah. Good lord! It's, it's every every game has been a blowout. Uh, Gonzaga was hanging around for a little bit. They were floating between like eight points. Get they climb up to cutting it to like five, and then Drew Timmy goes to the bench with sixteen minutes left because he's got four fouls. Four fouls, and all of a sudden they're down by thirty. <laughs> like but even in the first half, though they were ne- the Gonzaga was never comfortable. Never comfortable. Oh no! It it was like they were um it, they were in a corner in a boxing match, just mm-hmm. punch punch punch. 
And then you're in the third round and you're like, is it okay? Is it, is this guy <laughs> doing okay? Is this still moving? Yeah. Are we, is it, yeah. are we breaking some sort of law here, allowing this fight to still go on? <laughs> they were treading water from the, the second that game started. And then you know, the, the, the dam broke in the second half. I mean, they, that was a good Lord. That They just, that was a blitz. How did, this is where, and maybe Sonogo is just playing so well right now. How did anyone guard him at all this season? He's unguardable. But like once you get in, I thought that what he said about the conference play is is dead right because then you can scout them. You know how to do it. Your your coaches are familiar with. Was guarding him. I understand that, but they lost games in the Big East. They didn't, and like the Big East teams are the only ones that beat them. But with him playing so well, that makes all those other guys just like they got deadly shooters. They got guys that can get them. Like golly, that's a good basketball team right now. I mean, for sure, and they're fun to watch. Like. U- UConn, only team left from our original, original I think, list of seven uh, teams that can win it all. They can win it all? Only team left. And UConn was the last one. It was like, maybe yeah. UConn. They're really good, man. I mean, that is a really, really, really good basketball team. And they're yeah. really, really well coached. Um, and they, they they played in the toughest conference in the nation. And it's, it's showing. They're just a matchup nightmare. Hurley did an interview, I think, at halftime of the Texas game, Texas-Miami today. He was like half asleep. I bet he was. <laughs> yeah, he looked real tired. But he, uh, compared to the usually super animated during yeah. the games. But uh, no, I know. UConn, I mean, they have to be the everyone's favorite to win it right now. I'm but sure March, the, they, I'm they sure March will contribute. Though. Yeah, they got it, the worst and it's crazy. Matchup. They have to play Miami. Yeah. This, the, that, the other side of the bracket just did not take care of business. Not, not that to take anything away from the mid mid majors, but I mean they like the mid majors deserve to play each other. Now. San they, Diego made, State can win a can win this can win a national championship with the four teams left. It, like I'm like, oh my god, Sandy, like that's your national champ. But like that, they can win a national championship. I kind of, I kind of want, I kind of want uh one of the mid majors to win. One of those two, yeah. I kind of want them because I don't know when when are, like I said, it, it was in the '90s with that like a really Really unique UNLV team. Well, yeah, UNLV. Well, I mean, that wasn't a mid. That wasn't a mid. Like technically, yes. Yeah, that, but that was not. That was an NBA team. <laughs> like, this might. This might never happen again. Or it might happen next year. I mean, who knows? But you're right. Like, and let's, let's. I hope get it, it while we can. I hope it happens yeah. every year. I hope that FAU becomes a new dynasty. I, I hope it becomes a new blue blood. Where I hope. I hope at the beginning of seasons in thirty years at Madison Square Garden, it's Kentucky Duke. FAU and S- and San Diego State play each other. How do you? How would you feel if you're Gonzaga and you, it you've just it's taken you like a grind to get to the mountaintop and San Diego like FAU wins the national championship this year. I'd feel probably pretty good if I was Mark Few because now that DUI is not the most embarrassing thing on my record. My Surrey accidentally cut on. I didn't hear you. Oh, that was a great joke. You missed it. Oh, tell you got to tell it again then. No, you see now what? Yeah, you see, comedy doesn't work two times know, in a row. I where I don't know. I'd well, it's on the pod. I don't get out. It'll, it'll be it'll listen. It'll listen it'll be time fine, stamp there. It'll be it'll be fine. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do with, with Gonzaga from here. I mean, it's oh, you continue this, to get really good players. You continue to make. You probably continue to be a top. Continue to go deep in the tournament every year. Be a top ten team all season, but. 
it's kind of like fan bases sometimes, you know, it's like I would love for Iowa to go to the Elite Eight every year. That would be, You'd love to be Gonzaga. I'd love to be Gonzaga. That would be great. I'd love to be a Gonzaga alone. But it's like Alabama fans, when they don't win the title in football every year, they're furious. It's their expectation. Yeah. Oh, I just, it's the worst. I can't stand it. Yeah, but um, it's. I think Gonzaga fans are kind of getting there where it's like, guys, we got to win one eventually here. Yeah. Like the the expectation of Gonzaga is like to is to win the championship, despite not really winning them. The yeah. ex- expectation is to win the championship. Um, I'm gonna give him his flowers real quick because y'all hate on me because y'all say I hate on him. Drew Timmy's an all-time college player. Um, it yes. it looks like he's not coming back next year. He, um, he's heading he's heading to play for uh, the Shanghai Dragons. I'm not Shanghai saying Sharks. nothing. I'm not going down that road. I'm sticking to his college career. Uh, phenomenal college player, and I think the best. You know, I was talking to some friends. I'm not sure if you saw the picture of Adam Morrison. Um, Mm-hmm. Like he looks really good. Like yeah. he's doing doing really well at thirty eight. Um, yeah. But th- th- like Adam Morrison that, is uh, what I think he has a a bunker. He's like no, that's uh, that fake. I recommend you read that article though. That is a fantastic <laughs> article. Uh, I'll see okay. if I can find it from you. Um, it's th- there's an article about that. I think it's like the life of an NBA bust. Um, fantastic article. Okay. Um, but going back to him, like I, I, the you know, there was a picture of Adam Morrison's look, and he's he's looking really good at 38. But mm-hmm. I, I was talking to some college friends, and we were talking like reminiscing because he was in college when I was in college, uh, and just how good he was. Like that's what makes basketball so special. Is like for you have Kobe Bryant, you have LeBron James, you have Michael Jordan's, but Adam Morrison's great. Like Adam Morrison is a great basketball player. He's um, all, yeah, all time. He's an all time. He's an all time college player. basketball yeah. player. And if you're a junkie, or you know, if you like college, like he's a beloved character in this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Timmy's in that category. Like Drew Timmy, twenty years from now, like he's voice a phenomenal of, voice, of Gon- voice of Gonzaga basketball. And voice of Gonzaga basketball. Yeah, but Drew, that that's Drew a Timmy that's a tough uh, that that's a tough. Um... <laughs> That'd be uh, a tough uh, order of succession for the all-time Gonzaga players. They all just become – none of them are <laughs> the NBA greats. They all just become the announcers for Gonzaga. That's well, the, John, uh, John Stockton did good. John Stockton is one of the top 20 players of all time. Like he yeah, I mean, J- Jalen Suggs Jalen Suggs, Suggs, Jalen Suggs is a, be a really good, good NBA, NBA great. Yeah. Chad Hongren going to be really good. Um, hmm. But um, – Let's get him a couple pressure Drew, checks. Come back to this one. Something. We'll see. What, what, hey, nobody's seen him in like six months. What if he comes I back? Haven't, I, I like, haven't seen him play. I haven't seen him play basketball since he was at Gonzaga. Where, well, what, he got hurt. He got what hurt. is he doing right now? Well, he obviously. Got, he a, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he's in the <laughs> You know, he had a really good summer league. Like, he came out and played a couple summer league games, and they were like, oh, okay. Yep, he, everyone he, has a good summer league. But there's a difference, though. Like, there's like some guys like a Chet Hunger and you have come out there and you're like, yeah, he's better. He's better than this guy that'll be in the D league. Yep. Fair enough. Um, but Drew Timmy is, is he falls into the like beloved 20 years from now, beloved, great college basketball players. Like what he did against UCLA was at, like insanity. He, he was unstoppable in the second half against UCLA. Against, against a great defensive team. Now, granted, it is a lot easier to help bring your team back when UCLA doesn't score for 13 minutes. I'm not going to negative. I said I was not going to say anything <laughs> negative about the Granted, or Drew Timmy in this, it really in this helps conversation. <laughs> when, I, I think he, he put up a bunch of points, so it doesn't matter. He has 38. It, it really like, helps. That's hard. In a college game, that's incredibly hard. 
it's what the way UCLA went cold in, in the second half of the most oh, important yeah. game of the season is remarkable. It is. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. They're they're but, approaching though, um, where they need to play each other non conference every year. They should have a seven game series. Like their get the, their games are phenomenal. The that, past that, what two or three. That was more entertaining than any Marvel movie that has came out in the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But, like what they they should just show that in theaters instead of uh what, what was the what's the recent Marvel movie? I don't care. Um, it doesn't I, matter. You get the point. Yeah. I have no clue anymore. Uh, I pay. I pay to go see that in a movie theater. Just be like have popcorn and soda and watch. I think so. I think people. I think they they do that in some places now where you can watch like the Super Bowl in the in a, on an the IMAX theater. screen. Yeah, yeah, in the movie theater. Uh, but yeah, but, I mean, yeah. You if this is it, if this is hang on, if this is it for Drew Timmy, thank you. Like that's all I got for you. Thank you. You're phenomenal. Very cool. Uh, UConn. Oh, good lord, they're good. They're incredible. They've been playing. They they've steamrolled everyone. Yeah, but now they got to play Miami. <laughs> Miami, okay. So Miami, they so they also crazy path. Uh, didn't believe in them any of their games. Sorry, but that's how the cookie grumbles sometimes. Uh, so they beat Houston start off the week, and Houston ever since that Northern Kentucky game, you noticed nothing against Northern Kentucky, nothing against Auburn. But when Sasser wasn't in the game. And with him hurt, it was a real issue. Oh, yeah. It was a big issue. And I think Miami just exploited it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think if Sasha could have played and been healthy, I don't think it would have mattered. What Lauren Neg is doing, he has figured out the math of the tournament. Um, is he, it, we, I mean, we did Mr. March with Muscleman. Is he Mr. March? He's getting close to it, man. <laughs> I mean, he really like he's taking five guards. He's making you play their way of basketball. And he did that against Houston. He did it like after they got the final four. I'm texting with some of my Auburn friends. It still lives in my head what he did to us in the second round last year. Like it was incredible. Bruce Pearl, and I, like I like how Joey does this because it, it it leads the conversation. I like how Joey's always like they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared. Like. Sometimes you just like Bruce Pearl can coach his tail off. Like that's not a question. We like in that game, in that round of 32 game last year, literally two minutes into that game. And then I, I can remember texting a buddy because we were talking about it today. I was like, we're, there's no way we win. It's like he, ex, he finds, he, 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 he's put a team together that exploits. He like, he knows he's like, if we can just get in the tournament, we're going to make a run with this team. Yes. And that's what it feels like the past two years. Like I, that Houston game, Sasser could have been healthy, but like they they were never comfortable. They were never like in a rhythm of anything, anything. And yeah. Kelvin Sampson is a great basketball coach, and he got exploited. Yeah, it's what Lauren Negan's do. It's 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 awesome as a basketball junkie, as a guy who wanted to be a college coach. Like it's. It's a like it's a clinic. It's an yeah. absolute clinic. Yeah. And now, yes, Texas went cold. They blew a lead, but it was just like a grind. Like well, we're not going to go. Like even watching that game that like we talked about with Gonzaga in the first half, they're they're in the game. They're only down two. They're down five. Miami down twelve in that second half. I'm like, they're gonna like something's gonna happen. Like he mm-hmm. like they're gonna figure something out. Yeah. And that's what it's felt like the past two years with this Miami team. And now they get to go to the final four. Yeah. So it's phenomenal. The, it's awesome. 
Yeah, so Miami beats Houston. Uh, and this puts away the Houston script concerns, where it was Final Four in Houston, Houston's best team. Jim Nance, Houston alum, calling the Final Four, his last Final Four, which we haven't talked about that enough. Uh, I don't know if we're savoring the moments enough. Like I, I, I feel like all I've done is talk about Kevin Harlan this tournament because Kevin good. Harlan's great. I mean, yeah, he's but it's like great. we we gotta appreciate Jim Nance. Well, we, yeah, we well, he's he's got the he's got three games solo next week. We'll we'll appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Masters too. And the Masters. Oh yeah, he's got a great two weeks coming up. God, oh yeah. Why? This is just if you're if you're a Jim Nance fan, this is playoffs. You're locked in. Uh and it's like sorry, sorry, I can't the go playoff off. with no loser. Yeah. Jim Jim Nance is on screen right now. Uh but yeah, so then Miami today beats Texas, who Texas, I mean, I know they lost, but I it's again, I'm I'm sorry. Uh their head their interim head coach, I owe you one apology. I was not familiar with your game like that. I, I yeah. said that they were just gonna lose right away and they played great basketball in the postseason. You could tell they like playing for that guy. He's gonna be I think he's gonna be the uh he, he how do they not hire him? I, I I was thinking that especially I mean I'm not a big fan of that, but like I watched that. Did you see the press conference after the game? I did not with him. It, it was phenomenal, and the guy like they clearly liked him. They like he can clearly coach, and I'm sure as his assistant, like he's he recruits because he's an assistant coach. So like that seems like a pretty good combo platter. Like, mm-hmm. and you just made a run to the lead eight, and you were up twelve with a couple minutes left. Like, you can say you blew that lead, or you can say like. Oh man, I got like Lauren Hague finally got me. Like, there's no losing. Like, Texas didn't. Like, they got nothing to hang their head about. I Do you think they didn't lose? I was thinking they about lost, this. But they got nothing to hang their head about. I was thinking about this, and this just might be digging for stuff here. You think Ole Miss sitting around watching this Texas season? And they're like, I, uh, so they they got Chris Beard, who I feel like is undeniably a good coach, a Division yeah. One, five level coach, uh, with issue. Uh, you think they're they're watching this now and they're like, I don't know if uh, you know they they still went team did pretty well without Chris Beard. Are we was Chris Beard the magic or was the recruit was uh, the players the magic? Could we could we have been a little more patient? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> should, that's a great point. <laughs> should we have waited for Patino? <laughs> Actually, Patino in the South would have been a, a mess. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, he was that is his jam. Him that in Oxford jam. would have been crazy. Yeah. I saw. This is Kentucky's as far as he went to go, and that was what twenty five years ago. I I know you're not on a TikTok, but I saw a great analysis today of someone going over SEC mascots. Okay, and they pretty much go tigers, 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 bulldogs, bulldogs, Confederate soldiers. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's a that's a great point when I was putting it together. They they copied each other five times in a row and then jumped to Confederate soldiers <laughs> on the uh, on the SEC mascots. Uh, uh, let's get back oh, to that's good stuff. Uh, Texas, yeah, I mean, Texas, I feel like looking towards the future, probably still looking up. Tough, tough end, oh, 100%. Of, tough end of the 100%. season two years in a row now, but. Getting a little farther each time, inching towards it. It's really hard to win in the postseason. But considering that the way this season started in the conference that you played, especially as well, and you had the season you had, I feel like they did. 
Like this was a, a overall win of a year for Texas. Massive, massive win. New stadium too, breaking up the, yeah. the new dancing shoes. I mean, to be honest, like be they never really missed a beat when their coach got fired. They they had the one game against they yeah. were playing like the um sisters of the poor the next game because it was their like what fourth game was of the it year. the Citadel something like that and they might have been playing the Citadel uh they were playing some team with a sweet sweet nice baby blue color I remember I almost said Texano Corpus Christi um I or it was some school with a nice color like that yeah. um but yeah they they played them like a two point game but after that been all good after everything post jumpsuit uh or the that photo of chris beard in the striped suit is hilarious and uh everything post that he's been good i always like everything has been good at texas yeah like chris beard can coach there's no denying that but he just the way like he's a defensive guy like i can see him being extremely extremely intense um and I'm all, I sometimes I wonder, like, I've never, I've never seen him coach a practice. I don't know how it is. Like, this is an assumption, but like just seeing his style, seeing kind of what happened, kind of putting two and two together, like I can see him being a very intense guy, like a screamer, like a lot of F-bombs. And I'm wondering if you, like, if you already got the talent and you eliminate that aspect of it, and then you like this, like Terry seems like a solid dude. Like, I wonder how he held his practice. Like, they probably just – it was like almost a pressure taken off of them. Like, well, I'm not going to get cursed at, like, constantly, or it's not going to be, like, we like grinding it out, mm-hmm. you know. And it, I wonder if it released them and was like, oh, yeah, well, we already got the talent, so yeah. let's just make this I, thing happen. I wonder I, how much, too, is, like, we're just running the exact same thing he was doing. Like, nothing that, changed. Oh, really. a lot of that, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, regardless of what Chris Beard was doing, his yeah, system absolutely. was probably still going to work. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Okay, we're on the same page. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, okay. your point is correct, but I'm saying, like, you already run the system. The system works, and then, like, if there's some intensity and it kind of gets relief, like, this team might have done better without him just because they might be a loose bunch that doesn't need to get yelled at a lot. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, Miami. Very cool. Back in it. This Final Four is crazy. I love how crazy it is, though. Uh, Miami, though, you got to be feeling like – the other sides, they get a play FAU or San Diego State, and we're 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 our ticket to the championship is beating a bulldozer. That is but, the like, you, but it's also I, they they're Miami. They they could do it. And I bet Bobby Hurley's sitting there just or uh, Danny Hurley's like, oh my gosh, like they got they they got to scout their tails off. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna Miami's guess my, one curveball in this. I'm gonna guess UConn opens up. Four point favorite, four and a half. I think I that's probably accurate. I think that's probably very accurate. It's going to be like 75, 25 bets on UConn. Yep. Maybe more. Maybe worse. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe take Miami. Maybe. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about, we'll preview the final four a little bit more later this week. That's not this episode, but uh, uh, here we go. We go. We'll do both of them since we're on the subject. Okay. So right. we, uh, that line? first game. Yeah. Guess the line. Okay. Miami, um, Miami UConn. Miami UConn. Yeah, so that's the second game on okay. Saturday. Uh, so yeah, while we're talking about that, guess play guess. I'm gonna line. guess San, Di- San Diego State is favored uh, minus one and a half. Ding ding ding! There we go. Right on it. Right on it. There we go. That seems right. 
Yeah. That feels appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. UConn, um, Miami. I'm going to stick with four and a half. Five and a half. Ooh. I, gotta, I might take uh-huh. Miami right now before that. That's going to get bet down to four and a half. Yeah. I think it closes around four, four and a half. Yeah. No, you, you, I need to take I mean, five, five, four, five, four and a half. Yeah. But you're right, it, it's going to be heavy public. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. So I don't know. I don't think like you, the, the casual fan, this is what makes betting in Vegas and basketball. Like you watch what UConn's done the past couple weeks and it like, mm-hmm. there's no denying it. It's, it's extremely, extremely impressive. It's remarkable. And then, and then you watch Miami. You, you have to know the game to know what they're doing and what they're doing is incredibly impressive. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a magic trick to be honest. It's a ma- like, Lornega figured out the math to win tournament, to make deep tournament runs the past two years in the portal. I'm going to take five guards. I'm going to push you out as far as you can. I'm going to make you very uncomfortable. And we're going to grab a rebound and we're going to run. Yeah. And, oh, we're not going to stop and shoot the three. We're just going to go make a layup on you. And then we're going to be on, you're going to be on your toes on defense the whole time because you don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he did against Auburn last year. I was like sitting there watching us two minutes in that game. I'm like, there's like, we, Yep, the same happened. And we have two like we had two NBA players. They got the same players from last year. It's 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 crazy impressive. It's like as a basketball junkie, it is it's a clinic, man, and it's awesome. And those are two great coaches. That's gonna be a hell of a game. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Final Four. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh well, like I said, we'll preview those matchups uh later this week. And uh so th- those are our teams though. That's the uh, pretty much wrap on it. I'm going to do one of my timeouts here uh, before we got one more thing we're going to talk about uh, before we wrap up, but I'm going to use my other timeout. We're up. I was up 10 right now. Got 430 as I'm saying this sentence left in the third quarter. We just got a super weird close-up angle of Caitlin's knees uh, while she was shooting free throws. Uh, I'm sure that they were explaining that or Holly Rowe was doing some story on uh Something to do with that, I'm sure, but otherwise I was Buckets. There it I is. was uh, I was not prepared otherwise for that camera angle. I mean, this is I don't know. This is just getting I don't know what to I don't know how to feel about this right now. Are the streets I'm, of Iowa City like gonna flood tonight if this finishes, you know, in the correct direction? Um I'm I would like to think so. Okay. I think they okay. I, I don't I, or maybe I don't know. I don't know. I've, I don't, I don't know. Are the, are the, are, you think there's some local watering holes that are they're packed out watching this game? There will be. There are some local watering holes that are open right now. We're definitely okay. watching this game for sure. Uh, okay. I'm obviously not at one right now. Yep. Because uh, I mean, do we need to get at like you know wrap this up and catch that fourth quarter there? Or, uh, you know, like that type what, of excitement or? I mean, personally, uh, my professors don't care about. The fourth quarter, they would like for me to turn in my assignments. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to be so lucky as to partake in that, but I think other people are doing that, if that makes sense. Uh, But yeah, so that's uh, where I stand right now uh, in this game. Last thing before we head out. LeBron James today. uh, Lakers doing the playoff push, trying to get in the playing game right now. I think they're in the playing game right now. I believe they are the ninth ranked team. They are. I think they're the ninth seed. Today they played the Bulls, and if there wasn't so much college basketball on today, this would be – it's already a very talked-about subject now, this game somehow. 
against two teams that are really not that good. But otherwise, the way that this game transpired was so weird. So LeBron comes off the bench for the second time in his NBA career. I believe the last time was 2007, which is kind of crazy. Uh, So he comes off the bench. As he comes off the bench, he still did the chalk throw. Oh, in the middle of the game. We're like five minutes into the game. And he does the chalk. That should be a tech. You can't that's, do that. That's <laughs> that, that, that should be you should, that should be a, a, a foul. You can't do that. Oh man. It's delaying the game. Uh that would have been funny if they did that when he uh he broke the points record, they gave him delay of game. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, if we're doing a speech, that would have been funny. So he checks in as the sixth or seventh or eighth, and whenever he came in, and yeah, as he's like just a middle of a still, you know, rubs his hands ball. together, throws a chalk. Yep, still did it. Wild move. Then, <laughs> so Pat Beverly is back. Uh, yep, he is. I saw that. He hits a shot over LeBron to put them up ten with about like a minute and a little bit like. I'm, I'm going to say a minute 12 left. That's not right, but I'm, that's what I'm going to say. It's something like that. And then he hits LeBron with the too small. <laughs> I hate the too small. I, hate I don't like it, it either. But I it's hate like, it. I hate it. I don't like it either, but it's it's a little bit of like, what? where have we come to where LeBron is playing for the playing game after he just checked in off the bench and Pat Bev is hitting hook shots over him and then giving them the too small. Where where have we come with basketball? Where is like this- I don't mind the head tap when you dunk on somebody, like dunking on somebody, but like if you make a post move, like I I hate it. I hate the too small, but that's I hate to say that I think that's funny, but I think Pat Bell's an idiot. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and it's it's Patrick Beverly, like Anthony Davis, who by the way I'm becoming a more and more of a fan of the more I, I hear from him. He seems like a really great guy. Uh, and he's a great player too, which is really cool. Uh, but he he was talking about Pat Bev after the game. He's like, like we all know Pat Bev. Like we enjoyed this when he was on our team, and I was just on a different team. Like we knew this was gonna happen. Like it, this is just what he does. Didn't he hit him with the Lakers stink thing too? Yeah, he was like doing <laughs> yeah, all this stuff. It's like, you were on our, you were in our locker room two months ago. <laughs> like what's going on? Uh, you got your disposable, Pat Bev. That's why you're not in our locker room anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, hilarious stuff. And then, so the Lakers lose to the Bulls. The Lakers no. are now, they dip below 500. They're 37 and 38. Uh, Chicago is now 36 and 38. Now, <laughs> then LeBron, post game, after he remember, even day, didn't he? I guess this is. All of this is in the matter of the same day, the same game. He's in the post game, and he says that that he was multiple doctors recommended oh, season-ending season foot surgery, which is like okay, wow, LeBron, thank you for being here. And he says that he's still playing because he saw, and this is a quote. This is from him. <laughs> someone else said this. I thought I'm just going to preface this before when I saw this, I thought it was a trick. I thought it was like ball sack sports again with some like fake headline. I didn't think it was real. And then I saw a video of it and it was real. That, and it was, I had to check the original tweet. It was from someone from the athletic tweeted out. And I was like, oh gosh, this is real. It was LeBron said that he saw the LeBron James of foot doctors. And then that's where, when he knew that he was, he could play. 
what a weird thing to say. <laughs> I was like, in a... Uh... I, look, LeBron is a great player. First of all, really weird that he would see the second best doctor. <laughs> really weird that he would... Okay, I like that. Second off is I like... like that. How do you... LeBron's... It's just, He's the same thing as Coach K where just guys that kind of make it always about them and seem like they're kind of in love with themselves a little bit. Yeah. Are really weird. And then especially even the guys that just own it, they're like, yeah, I'm like, of course I would say the LeBron James doctors. Cause it's me yeah. guys that really own it. Don't really get as much flack, but when they constantly like push it off and like try and like overcome it with like, uh, uh, like almost uncharacteristic humility. I don't want to say that to be like LeBron. LeBron's a really nice guy. Like LeBron has done incredible things. Yeah, absolutely. In life. Like I'm, I'm sure he's a wonderful dude, but He's just corny. She's saying the LeBron James of something. You you can't say that if you're LeBron James. Says Michael Jordan is not going around saying, oh, I went to the Michael James of butchers and got this nice steak. Like, what? What, yep. what a weird quote. This is I got a buddy, man. This is the same dude who said, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this is the same no, dude you're good. who's like, I don't want anyone... I want my kids to live a normal life and I don't want them to live as like LeBron James's son. And then names his son LeBron James Jr. <laughs> like what? I, I got a buddy falls into yeah, that falls into the trap of like hating on LeBron's personality and like that's stuff I don't care about. Like the guy could play basketball, but he don't help himself. He don't no. help himself so sometimes. <laughs> Gosh, I, I just don't understand LeBron. The LeBron James of foot doctors. Oh my god. What a weird quote. I gotta I gotta tell my wife though. I gotta send her that. She'll, she'll love that. The LeBron James of foot doctors. It would be different if Anthony Davis said that. If oh Anthony Davis says that, it's gosh. like, wow. Okay, he just respects LeBron. LeBron's doing good in the locker room. This is uh timeout again, women's team. I would I was about to take one. So you just took your last sale, I was gonna take one for you. I get as many timeouts as I want. Okay, perfect. And yeah, you because we're, we're going to take them for the same thing. So you get two per half in rec leagues. I mean, you just use okay. Your uh, I'll, I'll address. I'll you're, I'll address the team first, and then you'll come in as the associate coach after I take I I take my my time to go stare at the, at Courtney Green for making a bad call. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Let's keep it rolling. We're up nineteen now. Gabby Marshall, crazy steal. Caitlin layup. We're we're breaking. We're we're close to floodgates. Now we got a quarter left. We got to hold on to it, but momentum definitely swinging our way. The pendulum's feeling good enough so that it distracted I mean, me quarter. from one of my favorite subjects, which is talking about how weird LeBron is. That it was enough of a good run that I had to stop it. I had to call timeout. Let, let, not fellas, shoot. I'm sorry, ladies, keep it going. Hawk fans, keep it going. Associate coach, stepping in. This is a fun basketball team to watch. They're up 19. Continue on. I really hope this, this is going to be really tough to listen to if uh, this goes really poorly in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's going to be a bad podcast. Got to get a good meme. This is already this us already taking all these weird timeouts about this game is going to be really That's pretty good. It's well, here's be- the best part. I think we could probably wrap it up. There's 25 seconds left in the third quarter. I think just for like, you know. Entertainment purposes, I think we could what probably call it a show here at the end of the third. I think because we don't got trivia. We'll oh, I got it. I got it. I have a trivia question for you. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, this Serbian basketball player dropped forty-four points against the Bucks 
this weekend and re-cemented himself as the front runner for the MVP. It's it's easy, man. He's the like uh, Jokic. Um, <laughs> I, I like how you brought, I like how you brought it because I like how we can transition from the Lakers to like good basketball. Um, the Lakers are the ninth seed in the West, man. Um, the Nuggets, I think, what a couple like a week ago they lost four straight. I think they won like three straight now. Like it happens. This is a good good basketball team. The playoffs are coming. They're healthy. Like this was just all healthy. I needed. They were on a little bit of a Stay skid. Healthy. They were on a yeah. skid. They, I think they lost four or six games uh, when I was over spring break. A little worried. This was all I needed just to be like, we still got it if we need it. All right. I had and look, I know it. Pocket. Yeah. I know it didn't get a lot of press, but like these are the best two teams in the NBA played last night. And mm-hmm. like my Instagram seeing like Pat Bev give LeBron James a small. Like that's how people fall into that, these traps. That's how it happens. That's the problem is and they look, know that there's a million of me out there who just eat up these yeah, LeBron. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. Um, like if the Lakers aren't win, like they're not going far in the playoffs. And if they are, I'll sit here and eat crow about it. But they're they're not. They're not any good. Period. They're not good. Like you say, you like Anthony Davis. Like Anthony Davis gets hurt a lot. Anthony Davis gets scouted. Scouted. Like. This I can, isn't. I mean, a, I just like him. I think he's a good oh, dude. No, you absolutely can. Yeah. Absolutely, but like that, they're not winning a championship. Um, and yeah, that's that's the ESPN. I mean, Mike Malone had great some great comments about the MVP race the other night, where it's like we we skew so negative. Like he was like Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic. They're, 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 they don't have flaws. They're they're, they're, they're generational player. talented they're players. Generational talented. Like they are all time basketball players. And we want to find a negative to like put like the next person on top of the MVP. Like I hate it. And I was happy Mike Malone said it. I thought he said it phenomenally. Like these are generational players that are having generational years. Like if MB wins the MVP, awesome. Like awesome. If if Jokic wins the third in a row, like. His stats bear it. Also, too, he's on the best team in the NBA right now. Like, enjoy what you're watching because, you know, it, Adam Morrison's gone. It's 17 years later. Drew Timmy, it's 20 years later. Like, enjoy it. And I like that's what I sometimes don't appreciate about where kind of sports media is going is that we can't like it. It has to be negative, and you have to push. Like Jokic is an all. T- take the time to watch him. Take the time to watch it. That's all I ask. We'll end it there. And that's my rant. We'll, we'll, we'll end it there. We'll be back uh, later this week previewing the final four. See you then.